1: Shalom, lovers of the Torah. Thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. It's great to be with you again this week. In this podcast, I'm going to be sharing on the life of Joseph from the parasha, maquettes In this portion, many things accelerate, resulting in the exaltation of Joseph, who was hated and rejected and sold by his own brothers to the Gentiles. They had conspired to kill him, but ultimately decided to turn him over to the Gentiles and let them decide his fate. Now, in this portion, he emerges among the Gentiles as the viceroy of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, the great world empire of the day. He even saves the world empire from the devastation of a great famine, which would have destroyed the kingdom and its provinces had he not intervened. In that sense, he was the savior of the world of his day. No wonder Pharaoh names him zephanath Panei. The connections between Joseph and Jesus are indisputable in this podcast. We'll explore a few of them. Keep in mind that this is a midrash and not to be construed as a doctrinal statement or theological treatise on the subject. I'm simply wrestling with the passages to better inform you as well as myself, and I reserve the right to change my mind on my ideas as I grow in the grace and knowledge of the Messiah. So we're going to jump into Genesis 41, verses 37 through 46. I'm going to be reading from the Tanakh, a JPS translation. Keep in mind the context of our passages. Joseph rises from the prisons of Egypt to be second only to Pharaoh in all of Egypt by interpreting the king's dream and crafting a plan that will save the world of his day. So here's Joseph lifted out of the prison system because Pharaoh hears that he's an interpreter of dreams. And Pharaoh's had this dream that just has uh, really just gnawed at him day in and day out. And none of his professional dream interpreters are able to interpret the dream. So they say, well, there's one that that we think can interpret it." it. Happens to be this Hebrew that's in prison. And so Pharaoh says, well, bring him up. So they bring him. And he interprets Pharaoh's dream. And not only interprets it, he actually gives a plan to resolve the coming crisis. So in verse 37, we'll pick up the reading. The plan pleased Pharaoh and all of his courtiers. And Pharaoh said to his courtiers, Could we find another like him, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? So Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all this known to you, there is none so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my court, and by your command shall all my people be directed. Only with respect to the throne shall I be superior to you. You could imagine what was going on in Joseph's mind, in his heart. Here he comes out of the prison system, straight into the palace, is cleaned up, presented. He interprets the dream, gives a plan, and lo and behold, Pharaoh says, second in charge. I mean, just the only one who has greater authority in all of this world empire is the Pharaoh himself. Verse 41. Pharaoh further said to Joseph, see, I put you in charge of all the land of Egypt and removing his signet ring from his hand. Pharaoh put it on Joseph's hand and he had him dressed in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. This is the exaltation of Joseph. Joseph is, in a sense, uh, ascending into the power of the palace of Pharaoh himself, and he is being uh, established as the authority of the entire empire of Egypt. Verse forty-three. He had him ride on in the chariot of his second in command, and they cried before him, "Abrek." Thus, he placed him. Over all the land of Egypt. Verse 44. Pharaoh said to Joseph. I am Pharaoh. Yet without you. No one shall lift up hand or foot. In all the land of Egypt. (coughs) Excuse me. Imagine that. Joseph who was hated. And rejected by his brothers. Thrown into the earth. And then handed over to the Gentile where he later emerges as the viceroy of the pharaoh of the mightiest kingdom of the world in his day. Who would have thought? All power, all authority is given to Joseph by Pharaoh. And Pharaoh says, no one will lift a hand or a foot in all of the land of Egypt without your command. Think of Jesus. Jesus, too, is hated. And rejected by his Jewish brothers. And then is handed over to the Gentiles. Who murder him. And then bury him. But he rises on the third day. And he ascends into heaven. And receives the kingdom of God. Just as Daniel prophesied in chapter 7. Of the ascension of one like the son of man. Into heaven to receive the kingdom, the power, and the glory. All of that takes place. In Jesus' death and resurrection. And so Jesus you know, ascends into heaven, receives the kingdom, the power, and the glory. He's given all authority and power to rule and reign as viceroy of the king of heaven. And God commands everyone to bow to him. I, w- I want to read this passage for you. It's in Philippians chapter 2. Paul the apostle says, Every knee will bow, just like they did to Joseph, they will to Yeshua the Messiah. Amazing in every way. Okay, let's jump back to Genesis uh, forty-one, and I'm going to pick up the reading in verse forty-five. Pharaoh then gave Joseph the name Zephenath Paneah, and he gave him for a wife Asenath, daughter of Potiphera, priest of On. Thus Joseph emerged in charge of the land of Egypt. Now, I want to focus on the name that Pharaoh gives him. Pharaoh gives him this name, Zephanath-Panah. Now, based on the Hebraic understanding of the name, it is understood to basically mean revealer of hidden things. And that's based not only on on what's connected within the uh, context of the passage of Joseph being a dream interpreter who is gifted to interpret dreams by God himself. Thus, the name revealer of hidden things. Think about it. Joseph revealed the meaning of Pharaoh's dream and saves the kingdom. Now let me make a connection to Jesus. Jesus is called the light of the world. He's called the light of God and the light of the world. Light, of course, being a metaphor for revelation. Think about it. Jesus, the light of the world, is the one who brings the revelation of God to everyone. It is Jesus, the Jewish Messiah, who represents and reveals the Father to the world. Like Joseph, he too is Zephanath-Paneah. He is the revealer of hidden things. In him, we have the revelation of God. In him, we are saved. Which leads us to the next uh, possible meaning of this name, Zepaneth Paneah. Now, this is found in the, in the Septuagint, which is the Greek translation of the, the uh, Hebrew Scriptures into Greek, for Jews, by Jews, They translate the name, the Creator, Sustainer. Now, that's very, very interesting when you think about it. Because in a way, Joseph creates a plan that will save and sustain the world of his day. In this sense, Joseph is the savior of his world. Now we know that through Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, the Christ, we know that God created all things seen and unseen. Colossians 1:16 says this for by him, all things were created both in the, in the heavens and on earth visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities all things have been created through him and for him he saves and sustains all things through the messiah let me say that again god saves and sustains all things through the messiah john 3:16 for god so loved the world that He gave us His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. Yes, God saves us through His Son, Jesus, Savior of the world, so that Jesus is God's ultimate Savior and sustainer, as, as pictured in Messiah ben Joseph, as seen in the forerunner of Joseph in the book of Genesis. Another passage, First John 4.14. We have seen and testified that the father has sent the son to be the savior of the world. Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus, the Jew, he becomes the savior of the world. Joseph is the forerunner of the Messiah. He's one of the two saviors of the Tanakh, and he's called Messiah ben Joseph. Think about that. Of the two saviors that are depicted in the Tanakh, one is called Messiah Ben Joseph, because Joseph is in so many ways uh, a type of Messiah, so that he becomes the forerunner of Messiah. In him, Joseph, we can learn much about the Messiah. And in Jesus, we see the fullness of what Joseph typified. It's amazing in every way. Back to Genesis 41 and verse 46. Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Leaving Pharaoh's presence, Joseph traveled through all the land of Egypt. Jesus, too, enters his father's work when he was about 30 years old. Luke three twenty-three says this. Jesus, when he began his ministry, was about 30 years of age. Do you see the connection again? Jesus, too, left his Father's presence in heaven to sojourn here, in our land, in our world. Again, this connection between Jesus and, and Joseph is unmistakable, indisputable. In Jesus, we are redeemed. Heaven and earth come together together and are reconciled all of this as foreshadowed in the life of joseph so in summary both joseph and jesus are sent by their fathers both are hated and rejected by their brothers both are stripped both placed in the earth both are handed over to the gentiles and both rise to unparalleled authority power and glory in the world of their day both become saviors of their world Both are forgotten by their brothers. Both are assimilated into pagan Gentile culture. And both Jesus and Joseph reveal themselves to their brothers in their own timing. Amazing in every way. Well, that concludes our program for this week. A special thanks to our great King Yeshua, the Messiah, and to you, our listeners and supporters for making this podcast possible through your prayers and financial giving. Thank you. Know that in your prayers and giving, you are partnering with us as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. We are a highly rated and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes under the category of Judaism. Subscribe now, pray with us, give financially, and share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. Baruch Hashem, blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark, and until our next show, May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua the Messiah. Shalom.
0: Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891 Hose Boulevard in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303- 761- 9948 or visit our website at www. Grafted in. That's G R A F T E D I N. dot com. God bless you and Shalom.